You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Morning. Sorry for the late start time here. It's 7.05 on February 8th and... uh, Yours truly had a few drinks last night, but <laughs> was up in time. I've just been reading a lot online, getting some info for us here, but unfortunately, not seeing any new snow, just one centimeter in the past, well, 24 as well as 48 hours. Yeah, just a brief flurry, and that's what we're really looking for today. Cloudy skies and some flurries, mm-hmm. mainly this afternoon with an alpine high of zero degrees forecast, along with a freezing level of 1,600 meters. And well, at the minute, it's, uh, yeah, we have um, uh, lesser winds than we had yesterday. It was breezy at times yesterday. It felt cooler as well in the afternoon with that breeze. But uh, the temperatures are rocking at around minus seven this morning at the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb, minus four, it's 1800 meters around those elevations and down to, uh, oh, just minus two at the Catskinner weather plot as well as at Pig Alley. But in the valley, already 2.6 degrees above freezing much like yesterday, about three degrees above freezing. So if we are going to see some flurries today, uh, yeah, they're not going to stick in the valley, but potentially five centimeters of new snow today. I don't know. That's what has kind of been forecast for the past couple of days and we haven't seen any. So uh, I'm not holding my breath on that one, but apparently, yeah, that high, that freezing level due to rise today, but definitely due to rise tomorrow. We're looking for a really high freezing level tomorrow afternoon, along with, of course, upcoming on Friday, Saturday, Day Sunday. So we're going to see uh, some slightly cooler temperatures uh, after tomorrow's high on Thursday, but back to really warm temperatures. And I don't think even cool is the way to use it, but uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be slightly cooler on Thursday, but expect warm conditions and with the sunshine too. Oh, you're going to need some sun protection, some sunscreen too, because I don't know about you, but I've got the beginnings of a goggle tan uh, showing up. <laughs> but machine groom wise today, what do we have? We have 58 groomers on Blackcomb, including Hughes Heaven being run of the day and Trapline to Crystal Glide. Jeff Soda Joy, though, to Symphony Express is one of 38 runs on uh, Whistler today that inc- that is run of the day, including the saddle. But I had a look yesterday at our, you know, lifts that were spinning. Of course, the Whistler T-Par wasn't operating. It's only really tending to operate on the weekends now. Friends' chair, of course, didn't start spinning. But I wondered with the later Valley upload time if we'd be seeing an amendment to our Alpine lifts and their closure. But it doesn't seem to be the case. Big Red and Jersey Cream, they're now operating um, at about until 3.30. In fact, let me check Crystal. Uh, Yeah, Crystal closed at 3.30 yesterday. But our Alpine lifts? You know, such as the Peak, Harmony, uh, 7th Heaven, they're all shutting at 2.30, but Symphony still closed at 2 p.m. yesterday. So even though we've got a later Valley upload, the uh, the closure time on Symphony hasn't changed, FYI, in case you were wondering that. Mm-hmm. Our Sea to Sky Backcountry Advisory, however, has a considerable danger in treeline, okay? And we're looking to see a high danger in treeline over the next few days as well in our forecast. It's currently considered moderate in the Alpine. Be, of course, aware that we do have quite a bit of wind loading in the Alpine as well and sort of north, northeasterly uh, 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 aspects. So wind slabs are a problem there, along with this persistent slab in treeline. So 
our bulletin uh, reads this morning, hiding from alpine hazards by tucking into tree line is not always a winning strategy. Our persistent slab problem has proven particularly touchy at mid-elevations, and this layer is difficult to assess. So choose terrain that won't punish you for an incorrect analysis. Uh, yeah, that's from our backcountry advisory, of course, uh, in light of Saturday's tragic events. Be aware of the potential for large avalanche, avalanches due to that presence of buried wheat layers, particularly that one from January. Remote triggering is a concern as well, so watch out for adjacent and overhead uh, slopes. Avoid freshly uh, wind-loaded features, especially near ridgecrest rollovers and in steep terrain. And it's yeah a good day to make conservative terrain choices. That's all the information from Avalanche Canada, but Wayne Flan contributing more on his blog as well about what with some cornices as well, uh, getting some action. We've heard the bombs the past couple days despite no snowfall. Yeah, working on uh, on trimming some cornices on Whistler as well as on Blackcomb, but... Um, yeah, that's your uh, that's uh, uh, the Abbey info I have for you this morning. Um, for our valley weather today, well, like I said, already three degrees, but looking for that temperature to be consistent throughout the day, not really to rise any higher, with a chance of those wet flurries and showers in the valley and some fog patches. I'm seeing those on the webcams uh, this morning, actually. Uh, mostly towards Pemberton as well. Really quite foggy up there, but uh, maybe that will dissipate. We're looking for a brighter day tomorrow. Uh, yeah, sun and cloud late in the afternoon tomorrow with a temperature of about four degrees, but just one degree overnight. Coming into sunrise at 7.35 in the morning and sunset is at quarter past five these days, 17 minutes past five to be precise. Speaking of road conditions, uh, briefly there on the webcams, uh, nothing may to report this morning which is always fantastic news and it being a Tuesday pretty low traffic levels however still a lot of pedestrians on the road especially at dark times of the day uh, make sure that if you are a pedestrian you're walking approaching traffic so that you can react in the case of uh, you know uh, something happening as opposed to having your back to traffic that's super crucial but try to be lit up make sure I mean your phone has a torch everybody's phone has a light put that on to make sure you're super visible as well especially at dark times. And yeah, as, as drivers, with more drivers on the road, with the ongoing transit strike too, just be extra vigilant there. I know there's a lot of hitchhiking happening too, which is super great to see. In fact, um, Whistler Rideshare, the, the group online, already has 709 members with a notification that, yeah, bus stops are the best place to pick people up at and, in fact, potentially drop people off at. But, of course, with uh, the hazard of picking up people and making stops like that, maybe even last minute do be super aware of other cars on the road as well uh road wise some tree pruning happening today oh there you go just south of squamish on the highway and that's heading uh northbound just uh between alice lake road and daisy lake road there with a right lane closure today up until uh yeah until this afternoon so just an fyi but news, Olympic news for you. I'm sure you've all been watching some of the games. And yesterday, Whistler Mountain Ski Club alumni Jack Crawford narrowly missed an opportunity to get on the podium in the men's downhill. He came fourth by, uh, yeah, missed out on just 0.07 seconds uh, on bronze. Always oh, super tough, that. But he does have the, uh, yeah, or in fact, three 
uh, Whistler Mountain Ski Club alumni, including Brody Seeger and Bro- Broderick Thompson as well, will be competing. He, oh, oh, they'll all three of them actually be competing in the Super G. I think that started last night. I haven't seen those results. It's it's early in the morning, but so much going on with local athletes, including local and Whistler Adaptive alumni Ethan Hess, who's uh, competing in I don't know which Nordic skiing discipline, but uh, yeah, uh, so much, so many people to rally around from our community right now. Hey, it's amazing. But uh, let's tell you about some local events that are cracking off. How about the fact that it is a Tuesday, so Tuesday Night Talks is happening at the Ordain Art Museum tonight. That's uh, episode five of season three is happening today with Vicky Alexander joining the conversation. She's from Victoria originally, a mixed medium artist. She's worked in a lot of uh, different disciplines, but that's tonight on Zoom at 8 p.m. From the library today, it being a Tuesday, there's a lot's happening. You've got Whistler Community Services Outreach at the library, along with the Whistler Women's Centre drop-in as well. You've got some virtual Tuesday family story time for the kids, uh, along with, yeah, that's two options actually, along with their virtual quest lecture series. And this happens on the second Tuesday of each month. And that happens between 7 and 8.30 online. And this lecture is called Stress in Fish, a tale of two sculpins. It's presented by Quest President and Vice Chancellor George Iwama. Uh, yeah, uh, on fish, super, uh, super fascinating. That's tonight at 7. Um, also happening later on this week, something on your radar. Well, uh, February 10th, uh, two days away from now, you've got the Kokanee Valley Race Series, but Laugh Out Live is happening. It returned last week on February 3rd, and their tickets actually online are actually sold out for this week's show, as well as online for next week, February 17th. However, member of the show, Ira Pedal, has said that they do actually put aside a few tickets each week for their cast and community partners and the ones that don't get claimed do become available through Arts Whistler so you can always try your luck last minute on the day as well and it's just next door to Stinky's on the Stroll so you can have a drink there and pop on over. Speaking as well of Stinky's on the Stroll, he and uh, well they, he and they, Stinky has teamed up with the wonderful Amy Mack from Picnic Whistler for a competition. Yeah, it's a photo competition what with the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday and you just need to post a picture of who you're cheering for and follow Stinky's Whistler and Picnic Whistler on tag them on both of your uh, on your tag them both on your photo entry and the contest ends on Friday at 420 of course it does Stinky and you could win yourself some awesome swag a delicious pack of beer and some awesome goodness from Picnic Whistler so have fun with your pictures there you've got up until Friday like I said at 4 20 to enter. Mm-hmm. Ah, yum, yum. So let's give a few birthday shout outs to either a few people in town. Actually, it's Jess Valner's birthday, including Melissa Della's happy, happy birthday to you, Melissa. I hope you have some wonderful plans today and congrats for all your, uh, your triathlon plans that you're going to be doing this summer. You're so hardworking. I hope you have a wonderful day. And BC Transit bus driver Jonas Mislin's birthday is today as well. Hope you have a good one, bud. Well, let's give you some throwback facts from Stinky's on the Stroll, what with it being Queen Elizabeth II's Platinum Jubilee just a couple of days ago. It was on this day in 1960 that she issued an order in council stating that she and her family would be known as the House of Windsor. 
Mm, was on this day in 1960 and that her descendants would take the name Mountbatten Windsor. Uh, yeah, uh, but also raw triv- trivia for you here. On this day in 1587, Mary Queen of Scots was beheaded at the age of 44. Mm-hmm. Nuts, eh? Yeah. Uh, Isaac Newton, who became Sir Isaac Newton, uh, not on this day, but in this day in 1672, he read his first optics paper before the Royal Society in London. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a really cool sport fact here for big football fans, especially what with uh, Super Bowl on Sunday. But in 1936, the first ever NFL draft went down on this day. Yeah, cool, huh? And I didn't know about this, but uh, Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio became Walt Disney Studios uh, on this day in 1926. I didn't know about that history that Walt Disney uh, must have worked with his brother or something at the time. Anyway, look into that history a little later. But you know what? It's Vince Neil's birthday from Motley Crue. He turns 61 today. Great opportunity to play some Motley Crue. But on this day in 1986, Billy Ocean was at number one uh, in the UK anyway with when the going gets tough you know that track yeah but uh the video for it the uh, music video was banned in the uk because it featured non-musician union members Huh, on a red take there back in 1986. Paul, you might want to know about that fact. There you go. And REM on this day in 1981, they made their first ever recording sessions in Georgia, actually, including tracks like Gardening at Night, Radio Free Europe, and Don't Go Back to Rockville. Yeah, this day in 1981. Woo. All right, let's wrap things up, shall we? Uh, with a little joke. Yeah, I can't take my dog to the pond anymore because the ducks keep attacking him. Yes, that's what you get for buying a purebred dog. Hmm. hmm. Uh, yeah, like that one. But today's track of the day, what do I have for us? Um, you can really can tell I've had a, a couple of drinks yesterday, a little foggy this morning. But it is a uh, an Aussie number, a collab between Methyl Ethel and Stella Donnelly from Perth, who uh, whose feminist lyrics I've really loved for a long time. But they've got a track together now called Proof that I really dig. Hope you're into it as well. It's a super energetic jam. I'm really into that track, but uh, yeah, hopefully you are too. But how about you have a good Tuesday? It's going to be a little uh, a little gray out there. Uh, but then again, that was the forecast for yesterday. The sun popped out. So let's hope for the best, shall we? And gosh, I need to do a reminder to get your nominations in for your February Be Vocal About a Local. Maybe it's somebody's contribution to the community, especially with the transit strikes happening. Maybe you've seen some someone uh, doing some good uh, in the community, going really above and beyond, and you think, yeah, we'd love to give them some prizing uh, as well as a pat on the back and some recognition for being awesome. I've been seeing a lot of that online, but you need to send your nominations in to thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. We have some awesome prizing. In fact, we've got two Valet Illumina tickets from the Adventure Group, and we have a nomination and a winner for January, who I'm going to hunt down for two with two Superfly tickets as well from the Adventure Group and I'm going to throw in some delicious Coast Mountain beer as well to both winners. So get your nominations in for February and uh, I'll keep you posted on the story of January's winner. In fact, I'll reach out to them today. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.